some people pay big money to try to feel what you're feeling tonight but they load up in wrong places pull up to the wrong bars and drink out of the wrong vessels and the results is not the same hallelujah but tonight you're in a place hallelujah that you can become drunk in the presence of this almighty god that you can experience an experience hallelujah that god's been wanting to give us for a long long time i tell you we're going back to some old-fashioned movings of the holy ghost we're going back to the old outpourings of the spirit of god we're going back to a place hallelujah does god never moved god never changed god's right way has always been it's up to you and i to make our Bible's told us you watch this young rich ruler come running to Jesus that's a good thing come running to Jesus and we don't fault him for that we give him credit but when he gets there and he begins to question Jesus and asks the, the ultimate question, man, about obtaining eternal life. And Jesus goes in and starts to write the commandments and, 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 and he starts naming them off that thou shalt not commit adultery, fornication, and, and, and murder, and thieving, and all this. And he stops him, a man in it. Hallelujah. I, I, I've done all of those. But then all of a sudden Jesus says, but thou lackest one thing, one thing. He wasn't willing to sell out. <laughs> he wasn't willing to sell out. Amen. And the Bible says he became sorrowful and walked away sorrowful. That's up to you tonight. You can follow that candidate or you can follow another one that came running to Jesus Christ. And he was classified and known throughout the town as a lunatic. He was the one, amen, that everybody, the parents said, don't you go up to those tombs. You make sure funerals are always going to be in a certain time in the daytime. And there'll always be an escort up there. It's like some of our communities, our ambulances won't even go in there without an escort from the sheriff department. Hallelujah. And so no doubt the tombs was a place that was all to everybody. They didn't have to worry about the kids going up and playing. They didn't have to worry about nobody stealing the fence or taking anything out of the graves because the old lunatic, that's where he was at. And no other devils, amen, was going to make their way up there. Hallelujah. But guess what? This old lunatic, somehow, but the Bible said he saw Jesus. And we can expound on the storm and on the clouds or whatever, how you want to put all that together. But I'm here to tell you when Jesus come in, here he comes running. Here he comes running. Dragging some two to six thousand devils to the presence of Jesus Christ when everybody else is locked up when nobody else wanted to come running the least last kind of date amen in the city the very last one they thought had any hope had any dignity about him come running to Jesus and when he come running to Jesus he wasn't worried about all the junk and the stuff he was willing amen to sell out that's really what it's all about I'm selling out I belong to you now my property, my mind, my heart, my spirit, my body. Man, body issues become a big thing now, hasn't it? <laughs> it's my body. I ought to be able to inject any what I want to inject in. It's my body. Amen. If I want to have a child, if I don't have one, I have the right to abort it. It's my body. 
If I want to make it, amen, into something that wasn't created to be, it's my body. If I got the money and the surgeons available, not realizing, understanding that our bodies don't belong to none of us. They actually either belong to God or to the devil or to the world. You belong to one or the other. You don't belong to yourself. How do you become a product of who you belong to and who's your master? That's the lust of the world. Amen. Or the righteous of God. That's following the pathway. Amen. Or demonical forces. And sooner or later you'll become a, not only oppressed but a possess. Hallelujah. By this demonical force. It'll drive you to places and doing things you'd never dreamed you'd do. And get him caught up and involved in it. But hallelujah. I want to be like that lunatic. I want to come running to Jesus. Hallelujah. With a, with a sold out heart. And a sold out soul. And a sold out body. God ever had you want me to dress I want to dress if you want me to talk I want to talk wherever the places you want me to go I want to go and the places you don't want me to go I don't want to show up I don't want to show up there that lunatic man he was asking Jesus he didn't run from him he didn't even want to walk away from him in fact he wanted to go with him I want to go Jesus I want to go with you. He didn't question him, amen. And the next eating place he's going to. He didn't ask him, amen, uh, where's his mansions at? He didn't ask him what kind of position you got for me. I'm willing to follow you, Jesus. It doesn't matter. Hallelujah. What pig trails we got to walk down. What trials and battles. Man, you set me free. I've been in bondage, amen, forever. How long? Bound up by demons to the point and place that the demonic forces say, call themselves legions, which means two to six thousand devils. Hallelujah. But he had been set free and he had been delivered. And so he wasn't worried about anything that Jesus Christ required or called upon him to do. We're living in a world today that thinks religion, a man would just bind you up. But I beg the difference with them. If anything's going to set you free and give you a sound mind, a healthy mind. If the Lord allow me tonight, I'm not sure if I'll have strength both physically and the other way. Hallelujah. But I'm going to preach a little bit. If not tonight, sometime in the next near future. Amen. About the mind. Hallelujah. Has anybody made the statement lately? Lately, I'm about to lose my mind. Quit making it. Don't make that statement. God given us a sound mind and the spirit of a sound mind and the battles in the mind and that's where the warfare is taking place and I understand the statement and I understand hallelujah how you feel I'm there myself sometimes but we cannot voice that no because greater is he that's in me and he can do my mind day in and day out he can give it talents and skills and ability that's beyond me that's beyond who I am and what I am under the option the anointing of the Holy Ghost he can fill up our mouths under the option the anointing of the Holy Ghost man healing virtue control hallelujah the powers of the holy ghost demonstrations of the spirit of god that's what we got to get back to amen demonstrations of the spirit of god we didn't come to be enticed with man's wisdom and talent and skill and ability we come to see a demonstration of the spirit of god it's in this house tonight folks they, they got it. They got the right song. They write our songs. Hallelujah. Sometimes mixing some things works out pretty good. Hallelujah. Amen. Have you ever been to the water? you ever been baptized in Jesus' name? <laughs> Hallelujah. If you got the Holy Ghost, you can. If you haven't, 
And if you haven't, you're not living yet. You don't start living till you get the Holy Ghost. You don't start living an overcoming life and a victorious life without the Holy Ghost. You've got to have the Holy Ghost. It's not an option. Hallelujah. It's not a multiple choice. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, it's a must. A man must be. Jesus said a man must be born again of the water and the Spirit. Peter said a man must be born again. Paul said a man must be born again. There's some things that are a must. There's not an option. And it hasn't changed. I don't care if it's been 2,000 years. And I don't care how educated and how with technology we become. There's some basic things that simply don't change. I want to be like that lunatic tonight. Come running. Come to this house. Believe it at God's. God's in this house. And God's going to do something. Hallelujah. Pulling down every imagination. Can I just preach a little bit? I'll be all right. We'll get out early. It don't matter to me. Pulling down every imagination that exalts itself against Christ. Pulling down every imagination that's outside the will of God in my own personal life. I'm going to go a step further. Hallelujah. Against every, 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 every uh, voice that comes to me. Trying to voice to me to do something that's not in the will of God. That's not in the heart of God. I will have enough wisdom about me. Enough love of God in me. Hallelujah. To reach up in that place of that imagination and pull it down. And don't you, don't underestimate the power of imagination. This whole world had reached the place of the judgment of God because their imaginations were continually on evil and they never thought about God. They never imagined God. They never turned a call on God. The imaginations of your mind can shape you and mold you and direct you in places that's not godly and not pleasing to God. So you and I have to have something that rises up in us called the Holy Ghost and the Word of God and take it as the Word of God. And if it's written in that old black book, thought about that in prayer this week. How long just been since we heard it stated? The old black book. I could load up and go down our casino. Start walking down their, their corrals of places. I don't know. I've never been one. Somebody else tell me how to, how to walk down through. Start asking them. Anybody heard about the old black book? I guarantee you 99 out of 100. Know exactly what I'm talking about. God, we want the power of the old black book. We want the commandments of the old black book. We want to fall in love again. Hallelujah. The principles. Hallelujah. The statues and the commandments of the old black book. Hallelujah. We're not wanting to modernize some things, ladies and gentlemen. I don't, I'm not interested in false lights. I'm not interested in false worship. I'm not, if, amen. I don't be a counterfeit. I don't want to be a put on. Hallelujah. I don't be none of that. But the Bible says a man that's got a sincere heart and a sincere spirit. And the day you seek him with all of your heart, the day you can find this God. Imaginations. It's Paul's writings unto the Corinth church. Man, they, they made light of him. His physical condition was apparently wasn't too impressive. I've told you before, I've read some articles, some believing. No offense to nobody. But they likened him to being a short, kind of a pot belly guy, bald headed, bow legged. I don't know where they come up with that. Josephus, Jewish history. I don't know how correct they are. Maybe Paul getting mad right now. We're talking about it. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, he's been made this mess clear. He didn't impress him with his physical appearance. But he had something on the inside of him. Such as we have. 
such as we are because a lame man that's never welcome. Leap up, hallelujah, and leap and run and enjoy yourself and make his way to the temple of God, the house of God. Such as we are, we didn't buy it, we didn't purchase it, we didn't deserve it, but oh, God gave it to us. Such as we are called the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Kingdom, ladies and gentlemen, is going to live out in the eons and all of eternity. Young people, and maybe this is not just a young person tonight, but this is what I felt in the Holy Ghost. Amen. We're talking about the imaginations. If you don't start reaching up and pulling them, some of them down, you're going to get in an automobile one night. Amen. One time too many. You're going to crawl in the back seat one time too many. You're going to run with the wrong party one time too many. I honestly believe that's a warning from God. Amen. From the Holy Ghost. It's a time to shake ourselves. It's a time to examine ourselves. It's a time to get to the place that you can't. This is what the United This come to me. Amen. When this message come to me. Hallelujah. Old Brother Bankston used to tell us. Old Evangelist Bankston used to tell us. You can't do nothing about the bird flying over. But you don't have to let him stop and build a nest in your head. You don't have to let him stop and build a nest. You don't have to pet him, amen, and let him sit up long enough that he hatches out the eggs. Hallelujah. And they start bringing forth. You can do something about them thoughts by driving them out. You can do something about them thoughts about pulling them down in prayer and supplication and driving them out of your life. I'm not going that direction. I'm not going to wind back up in that kind of situation. I'm not going to load up in that car, drive off somewhere to another place. God don't stop at the lines. His eyes cross Alabama's line just like it does Louisiana's. I don't know who all I'm preaching to tonight, but God does. And God's given us a fair warning because He loves us and He cares about us. And I'm here to tell you it's not a time to jump out of the frying pan into the fire. It's not a time, amen, Try to take circumstances, situations in your own hand. Allowing lust, imaginations, hallelujah, imaginations rising up in you and taking over you. These imaginations come from lust sometimes. These imaginations come from the devil forces themselves. Hallelujah, it's what you give your mind to. It's what you give your mind to. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. He won't get anything from God. It's not God's fault, ladies and gentlemen. It's the unstable mind. It's not got made up minds and made up hearts. I'm going to live for you, God. I didn't say it was going to be easy, but I'm going to live for you, God. And you're going to be my strength and you're going to be my helper. And God, you've always made a way of escape for temptation. You've always, and I'm going to find it. I'm going to search it. I've got to get my mind on those things. I've got to quit letting my mind be a cesspool for the lust of the world, the devil. The Bible says to gird up your mind. You've got to do it. That's the reason we preach against certain things. We don't set before. Amen. The psalmist said, Amen, setting, setting a maid before him. Huh? Because you know good and well when you do that. You're, you're, you're causing things to rise up and passions and desires that can become uncontrollable. Watch this drugs. Telling you tonight, folks, 
altering the mind. Don't take this wrong. If you have to take pain medicine, you take it. But it wouldn't be the first. You hear me? It'd be the last. I know what it is. I remember, I'll never forget that Easter Sunday morning. We walked in this house. I was hurting so bad. I couldn't even put my shirt on. I had to get my wife up to help me. You're going to get up. I can't get my shirt. Walked out of that office that Sunday morning. Kevin Cates was here. And then when I walked out, he said, what in the world? I said, man, you just don't know. I remember preaching that Sunday morning and leaving immediately after. I was sitting up in that bed. My wife got there, buddy. I mean, I was rocking, son. How would you like it? Amen. She walked through that door. She said, get in the truck. Let's go. Amen. We're going to do something about this. Amen. And I forgot what she gave me. Lord Tab and something else. And I've never took no pain medicine in my life. And hallelujah. But something. She said something's going to give you some reason. So, so I'm not preaching against that. Hallelujah. But I am telling you this much. Amen. That pain really never left. It, that pain medicine altered my mind. And reached a place all of a, all of a sudden. Hallelujah. It numbed it. It didn't kill it. But it numbed it enough that I could sustain it. But it didn't do anything about the pain. It didn't do nothing about what's causing the pain. But I'm telling you God. God. Amen. When you call on him in the name of Jesus. He won't only just stop the pain. He'll stop the very cause of the pain. He'll stop the cause of the pain. He'll drive the cancer out. He'll, he'll heal the body. He'll heal the mind. But I'm going to tell you something tonight. As much physical problems as in this house, there's more mental problems than physical problems in this house. And now man's trying to alter and get mental medicine. Amen. And help him with this and help him with that. You tell Luke we're praying for him. I wouldn't take that medicine, but that's up to y'all. If you read the side effects, you'll see why. You know what one of the first side effects of that medicine is? Suicidal. God's got a way, brother, reaching out there and getting them babies and start pulling them back in. And if we'll start acting like the mother order act, I'm not criticizing, I'm just saying, get my babies, God. Get our babies, God. You get every backslider. You stir up every lukewarmer. You stir up, watch this. Peter wrote unto us and said, stir up the pure mind. Stir up the pure mind. Stir up the things that's pure. We're living in a world that stirs up everything but the pure stuff. They're stirring up everything that's evil and everything that acknowledges itself against God and in your face almost God. But I'm here to tell you, I'm ready to stir up a church. Stir up our pure mind. Stir up the pureness in our heart. Stir up the gifts and the callings in us, God. Stir up that which is wholesome and healthy and godly. And God give us the strength and energy, God, to run this race and fight this fight. It's really having a made up mind. I will never forget my mother eat up from cancer from head to toe. She turned green, a lime green. When I say that, I kid you not, she's about to color this right here. Every night the doctors would come in. She can't make it through the night. Ain't no way, ain't no way. Ain't no way she can make it. But night after night, about the third or fourth night, they come in there and say, look, we just don't know. We just ain't going to tell you longer. I said, it's in the mind. It's the fight's in the mind. 
Hallelujah. The fight's in the mind. Hallelujah. And you've got a made-up mind. I'm going to fight for this. I preach Wednesday night having a, having a made-up mind or made-up heart. Amen. To fight the good fight of faith. And now we got to fight the good fight of our minds. Keeping them sound and godly and upright. Hallelujah. Not letting the things around us. Our individuals. I don't care how Mary goes. And I don't care how James goes. Hallelujah. What's in that book, God? I want to love it. I want to obey it. I want to fall in love with it. And the Bible says, Jesus, come along and say, we got to love him with all of our minds. we got to love him with all of our soul. And when you love him with all your mind, that don't leave certain chambers. Hallelujah. To look in magazines or look on the internet and play games and play with this and play with flirt with that. Oh, imaginations pulling them down. I'm going to go a step further than that. There's something wrong with my mind if it belongs to God. And I imagine any hurtful thing to any one of my brothers or sisters along this journey. You hear me? If I imagine or get any glory out of, of somebody coming up short, falling to the snare, falling to the trap. If anything, we ought to fall on our knees and cry out. and Oh, God, have mercy. Oh, God, he, got, he, he failed the temptation. The enemy got him. The snare got him. But, oh, God, have mercy. Because you know what? You could be next. Because we're all inclined. and We're all subject. Hallelujah. And we haven't made the race. And we had not finished the race yet. Hallelujah. And the snares and traps set. And there's a devil out there, I'm telling you. He knows how to set the snares. He knows how. Watch this. One of the biggest problems, and I know I'm just going to preach it. Hallelujah. With the notes or without them, I'm going to preach it. Hallelujah. The deceived heart. A blinded. You know why many don't believe this? Because the devil of this world, the God of this world, has blinded them. Has blinded their minds. Has blinded their hearts that they can't see it. It's not that it's not true. Hallelujah. But God, they've been blinded by the enemy. Hallelujah. And you got to get to that place you know what devil you're not gonna blind me you're not gonna put those blinders on me you ever talk to somebody that had cataract surgery it shocks you the difference that they can see they didn't even realize because how that cataract was just slowly but surely growing and taking their sight Then all of a sudden they realize, man, I can't see nothing, can't read this, can't do that, can't. They go get surgery. It takes it off. In the first few days and weeks, they almost have to wear sunshades because the light sobriety blinds them. How long has it been since God gave us a revelation that it almost blinded us? Hallelujah, the revelation of the marvelous light. I've been called out of darkness into His marvelous light. And when you walk in light, honey, you don't stumble and fall over there, but you got to stay in the light. How you going to do that with a made-up mind? Made-up mind. Made-up mind, I'm going to live for God. I made up mine. I'm going to live godly. I want to live holy. I want to live a sanctified life. I want to live a life that's free from bondage and bitterness and envy and strife and jealousy. I want to be jealous toward nobody. Hallelujah. A mind of peace. This is where it's at, honey. Hallelujah. This is where. Turn all. You'd be shocked at the different things that's going on in people's mind. I know. We live in a world today, and I'm not smart enough to call all the names, all that stuff. And we think giving them a little medicine is going to solve the problem. But it doesn't. 
but I know one that can. I know one that can. I can't do it, but I can point you to one that can. And his name is Jesus in this house tonight. Praise God. He's in this house to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost. He's in this house, amen, to turn somebody around. He's in this house tonight. And if you'll just bring it and cast it at his feet and leave it with him, he'll work things out that you and I can't work out. He'll drive off demons that we can't drive off. He'll heal situations that you and I can't heal. He can do surgery tonight, hallelujah, and reach in there and take things out that nobody else can. He's a great physician, hallelujah. And that's not only physically, but mentally and spiritually. And we need as much help mentally and spiritually tonight as we do physically and more so probably hallelujah because we're very limited when you start talking about the mental problem the best we can do is lock them up in institutions hallelujah and lock them up in in mud houses and places like that to get them out of society and get them out of our sight and get them out of the way But if anything, the church ought to be the place. I'll tell you what we need to take them. Let's don't take them up there to that, that place. Let's take them down to that first Jesus name church of Bendale. They got any hope of overcoming this. Let's take them down there. Amen. They got a hold of a God. Amen. They to turn their minds around. They can make them a new creation. What a God we serve here tonight, folks. He's here. They're already pierced. We're going to keep praying, brother. God can kill those legs. That doctor and that medication may not can, but God can. <laughs> Boy, that'd be a sight me, seeing me and you both come up down that aisle, man, just dancing, loving, worshiping God. Huh? I don't know if Sister Beverly can see it or not, but I bet you if she can, there'd be some hallelujahs going on up there. This week I thought about some of the others that went on. And some of them. It's, I just wonder how much they can observe and how much they're watching. Hebrews said we got a great cloud of witnesses. We got a great cloud of witnesses that done went on. I want to please them tonight. How about you? I want to have a made up mind. Have a made up heart and spirit. Hallelujah. See it happen. Praise God. Some of them didn't know if he was a cowboy or a preacher. That's where it ought to be. I bet you one thing they knew of, he was a worshiper of God. And he didn't let auditoriums stop him either. He'd get at them auditoriums in them same places with some folks, amen, well, they were singers, but they didn't know him like we knew him. Hallelujah. But when they sung what was right... That's the same thing it ought to get hold of us when we come to this house. I know AIDS won't let us do some things, but you know what? I'm not going to let AIDS be an excuse either. Y'all ready to sing again? Y'all could have sat down, rested up. God bless our singers. Singing their hearts out. Been here practicing an hour for service and now 30 minutes of praying. I really believe God wants to do something. I preach to you. I preach. The preaching's done. It's up to us. Maybe some of you should have been resting too. <laughs> you know, they do that in the ball fields. You get a player that gets a little too hard. You put him out. You put him on the beach a few minutes. Get your breath, man. May need you in a few minutes. <laughs> That's what I read. One thing I learned about other military. Special forces. Said, buddy, when they got a minute, said, they could prop up anywhere. 
because they was afraid if they didn't get that 15 minute nap, it may be 24 hours before they get another chance. <laughs> I tell you all, go take a 15 minute nap. <laughs> Unless God wants to give you a vision or a dream, that's all right. Folks, I'm telling you, God's in the house. He's a healer. He's a healer. He's a blesser. He's a way maker. He can make a way when others, when others may not seem to be a way. I'm telling you, there is a way. Watch this. If it don't all happen in this life, what about in that one to come? It's worth living for God in what's going to come. Not just what I'm going to receive in this life. And what's available to me in this life. But in that one to come. It's worth walking the trail. It's worth putting up the fight. Where's your mind at? What's it on? When's the last time you just imagined? I can only imagine. I, I believe they wrote a song about that. I can only imagine what I'll do in that moment. Amen. When we're caught up and we're in the presence. In that moment when we come to the realization, we made it. We made it. Have you ever been in such a struggle that you wasn't real sure? I'm talking about life and death. You wasn't real sure? I've been there once in my life. Between the 11th and 12th grade in high school. Wasn't in church, but... We'd go to Black Creek every day, except Sunday. Me and my brothers, Lee Kane, James, and he had a couple of first cousins, Cowards was the last name. He had one younger than the oldest one, and no offense, but he was out of shape, overweight. Where we went swimming, you had, you had to know how to swim if you're going to swim with us. We didn't have a sandbar. We had a clay cliff about 12, 14 foot off the, off the creek. So you, you come and you dove in. And you swam to the sandbar on the other side. And that's where if you wanted to relax or do whatever, that's where you had to do it. This old clay sandbar didn't happen to where you can just hang on or do anything like that. We finally built and dug in some steps. You get up and down. That's about it. This particular young man come with us that day. And we had swum and I don't know, hour, two, three. I don't know. Started back across that creek. Man, he began to, he went even halfway. He said, I ain't going to make it. He said, I can't do it. Can't do it. I got behind him, got to pushing him. Lee King got with me. He was pushing, both of us pushing him. Just kept pushing. Now you got to understand when you're swimming up to him, you push him. He pushes you back. You got to swim back to him and you push him again. And man, about three quarters away, Lee King said, That's all I've, I can got no more. I said, I got him. Said, You go on. And I just kept pushing him. I just kept pushing him. But I'll tell you something. I couldn't tonight. That boy would drown and I would too. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I was conditioned. I was, I was prepared. I was ready. I could dive into that. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you. It's about condition. Our minds has got to be conditioned. But if you give yourself to everything that comes along and every spirit that comes along, your mind can't be conditioned to be used by God. It's got to be a pure mind. It's got to be a made up mind. I'm not going to listen to that trash. I'm not going to give myself to that. I'm going to resist that. Resist the devil. How do you do that? In your mind, you've got to resist the devil. How do you get, play games with that little patty cake mess and sorry for yourself and doing this and, and getting into some corner with a pacifier in your mouth? Oh, no, you've got to grow up. I'm sorry. But I could dive in Black Creek and swim underwater all the way across and halfway back. 
We had a few times some of them said, hey, I think he drowned. My brother said, oh, no, he'll pop up. Give him a minute. <laughs> what well, the point I'm trying to make, I was in shape. If I had not been in shape, that boy would have drowned that day. Swim back to him and push him. I kept telling him. He kept saying, I can't go. And I said, yeah, you can. Just keep on. Come on, you can make it. Come on. I just kept pushing and hitting him and going with him. <laughs> Finally got an arm ring. So Lee and Lee reached out and pulls him in. I'll be honest with you. When I crawled up on the side of that bank. <laughs> I was done. And it wasn't nothing but the goodness of God that helped us. We didn't know God like we know Him tonight. We, we know God was with us. <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you. Some of you are trying to go overcome and being overcome. If you'll just say, I need some help. I need somebody to push me. I need somebody to get behind me. But I'm going to tell you something. If you're not careful, your mind will tell you, no, nah, you can make it. No, nah, this and no, nah, that. Besides, they don't care about you. They don't love you. If they really loved you about you, they call you. But the Bible says when you get in trouble, you've got to call. And you got the Holy Ghost and you've been taught right. You got a responsibility. The father never went and got the prodigal son, but he waited and looked for him every single day. The prodigal son had to come to himself and come to the realization, I gotta go back to daddy's house. Hello, you some of you are struggling tonight, and you gotta come to yourself and say, you know what? I gotta go back to daddy's house. And if you'll start making your way and call on some help, they some here to get behind you, push and wave your and fight off devils until you get there. I'm in the Holy Ghost tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Some spirits just rose up against this church. And if you're not careful in your mind, they'll rob you. They're looking for minds that's not made up. Looking for minds that's not sound. Looking for minds that's looking. Looking for a loophole. Looking for an escape. Looking for a reason. You're saying it right now. But preacher, if you was where I was at. Preacher, if you was having to deal with what I have to deal with. If you was living in my shoes. I haven't, but Jesus has. I haven't, but Jesus has. Amen. He's faced every temptation. He's faced every battle. And he's won every one of them. And if I can just tonight get you a made up mind. Amen. To get your, your eyes back on. Those, those footprints in that sand. Those are not yours. That's a mercy and grace of God. That's carrying you and holding you. And, and trying even tonight. To persuade you to get your mind made back up. I'm going to sell out to this. I'm going to be so sold to this. This is my life above and beyond everything else. I'm going to do what that Bible's telling me to do. I'm going to receive those instructions. I'm going to have an ear to hear it. I'm going to have an ear to hear it. And a heart and a mind to understand it and receive it. I'm not going to have as another place that talks about corrupt minds. Corrupt. <laughs> Doctrines of men in this world. In the religious realms has corrupted a many a minds. But it's up to the individuals to get out the old black book. Start reading it. <laughs> if you start reading it with a real hunger and a thirst for righteousness. And letters will start coming alive, buddy. 
a revelation of Jesus' name, baptism. Revelation of Jesus Christ, the mighty God in flesh. The revelation. These are doctrines that are a must. A must that you experience. has revealed unto you. as a revelation unto you. And you practice them. And it's anchored into your mind. And anchored into your heart and your spirit. I'm telling you, we're slipping into an area. Into a place in the spiritual realm. That the very elect is going to be deceived. Hallelujah. How does that happen? Their minds, amen, become distorted. Their minds became corrupted. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, we're living in that world today. Hallelujah. But oh God, you help us have a spirit of a sound mind in this service tonight. I want to come. They're going to sing. Whatever they feel to sing, feel led to sing. We're going to worship God a little while. We're going to magnify God. Give you an opportunity. Amen. Hallelujah. And then, then whatever God sees fit from here on. I preach to you. I preach the message. I give it to you. It's up to you now. But I don't want to leave here with a sound mind. I don't leave here with a made up mind. I want to leave here full of the Holy Ghost. I want to leave here, amen, with everything that God wants me to leave this house with. I'm going to leave out a different door than what I came in. Because I've been in the presence of the Almighty God. God bless you. God bless these singers.